You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. America Web Radio. We are in Atlanta, Georgia. And this is... Let's Talk Venezuelan. Hey, with David Moxley, the legend, and Brad. Oh, man, how are you, both of you? Muy bien, gracias. ¿Y tú? Venezuela is improving, my goodness. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I am on air on Twitter live. We are doing trick, like basically two connections. We are here in Atlanta, right? Mm, we I are doing, think so. We are doing the English version of Let's Talk Venezuelan, but somebody in Venezuela is already uh, distributing our program for today in English and in Spanish through via Twitter. Okay. Wow. So he's trying to invite people to come and listen to what we were gonna ta uh, we're gonna be talking in English. Some of them they love to to hear the English version. Others they rather have the you know the the, the, the Spanish version the the Castellano version. So, okay, what are the news, Carlos? What are the news? Break well, it down. Come on. Well, we have some news and very heavy news, by mm -hmm. the way. Mm -hmm. Your microphone close to you. The the first the first uh, news is that. And the frontier, the border uh, between Venezuela and Colombia is open after 14 months of COVID-19 crisis among those nations. Uh, do not confuse that, that uh, part of the border where is the Simon Bolivar breaching between San Antonio and Cúcuta mm -hmm. in Colombia with the crisis that happened in the uh, Llanos Venezolanos with the with the um, uh, ar um, Venezuelan army and the people of the uh, FARC um, by the way So the you are telling me that they finally opened the border in between Cúcuta and, and, and San, San Antonio. Antonio. Yes. And this has happened after the confrontation, the last FARC and the military got it? No, no. They, I, this, I, I, that closing I, happened because of the COVID-19 crisis. The other one, mm -hmm. well, was resolved. And do you know how? Mm -hmm. The Venezuelan army gave up and retire and let the people from from the communist uh Guerrilla mm -hmm. uh, get into uh, Venezuelan territory. They they let them get control in the yeah. territory. Yes. Okay, so this reopening is not due because what happened two years ago or lately. This is because it was closed because of the COVID nineteen. Yes, exactly. Okay, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. I got my question and I'm gonna let you speak after this. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the humanitarian help that was sent to Venezuela through Colombia, and they're trying to uh, to bring that help, you know, medicine, food, from Colombia to Venezuela, and they stop it right there in the in the in, in, in the, the, in the, the bridge, in the yes. border. Uh -huh. um, that's when they were close. They closed the bridge, right? Yeah, at that moment. Uh, it, and they uh, reopen it back again after that incident? Yes, they reopen it and then they close it again. Because of the pandemic. Of the pandemic okay, thing. It. And, and it's, a, it's a very, very strenuous situation because some organizations such as the one that Cristal Montañez is... Uh, is um, Managing, mm -hmm. okay. Uh, there are a lot of Venezuelan uh, in between the 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 borders, you know, and and she is doing a very heavy effort to to keep these people, you know, afloat. 
Well, uh, the the opening of the of the border says that Colombia on Wednesday began the, what its government called a gradual opening of its border with Venezuela after 14 months closure intended to curb the spread of coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Colombia, whose porous border with Venezuela extends roughly 1,380 miles, that's Mm -hmm. about 2,220 kilometers, Mm -hmm. has been the chief destination for Venezuelan feeling their country's social and economic crisis. The two countries do not maintain diplomatic relations. The gradual opening of river and land crossing was authorized starting at midnight on Wednesday, according to a resolution published by the Andean Nations Interior Ministry. The Interior Ministry said biosecurity measures in light of the COVID-19 pandemic established by Colombia's health ministry must be followed during crossing. Colombia closed its border in March 2020. It says its immigration agency will schedule times for crossing and establish restrictions based on the last number of people's identity documents. Colombia reopened its border with Brazil, Ecuador, Peru, and Panama on May 19th. About 1.7 Venezuelans residing, million Venezuelans residing in Colombia. The number could rise in the coming month following a decision by Colombian President Ivan Duque's government to grant Venezuelan migrants of temporary protective status for a period of 10 years. Colombia accused Venezuelan President Nicolás Maduro's government of harboring former FARC rebels who reject a 2016 peace deal, Mm -hmm. as well as guerrillas of the National Liberation Army, ELN. Venezuela accused Duke of plotting to overthrow Maduro with support of the United States. I think this this <laughs> kind of things I heard it uh, with the Fidel Castro for the last sixty years. You uh-huh, know, uh-huh. So it's the same, the same strategy, the, the same, same language, the same, the thing. same thing, the same language. <laughs> everything is is exactly the same, but. The um, the good news is that people can cross over the border, and people from Venezuela who might need some things, you know, medicines, mm-hmm. can cross the border and buy those medicines mm-hmm. in Colombia, where they have plenty of um, things that. Venezuela needs because you know borders are living entities mm-hmm. that uh, depends each other okay um, it is this is something that we need to understand even though I don't like Nicolas Maduro regime not the, and, and uh, nor uh, Ivan Duques also you know it's it's like like a fight among socialists, you know? <laughs> My socialist is better than your socialist. Yes. That's yes. the fight in Venezuela. That's it's the always fight. It's about socialism. It's always about socialism. Socialism. And then um, closing the border is one way of controlling their people. Yeah. Opening a border is another way of controlling their people. Yeah. You know, is um, But in the in this case was the Colombian government mm-hmm. that under the circumstances of the pandemic crisis mm-hmm. um 
really took that measure because you know the problem with the with the pandemic or pandemic as you know it's a pandemia yeah yeah <laughs> the the virus exists the people who died uh, unfortunately happened you mm -hmm, know mm -hmm. but but we need to remember we need to give give kudos to one representative and one senator here in United States who call it from the month of March and April how it was and how it is. Representative Cotton, he said the the pandemic, the, the coronavirus was an act of war from China to America. Yes. And Senator Ron Paul, he called it out like the one who originated this disease, this Pandemia mm -hmm. is not even a pandemia. Pandemia. Yeah, it was planned. It's China. It's China, and China has to be count account accountable. You know. Yes, you uh, know? definitely. Call it, you know, it has to be accountable for what De they did. Definitely, because the the problem is not what they did. The problem is what they didn't. When you have this kind of crisis, the worst thing to do is keep silent okay mm -hmm. when when the first cases appears in Europe in Italy mm -hmm. they didn't know what happened if the government of China issued a alarm mm -hmm. saying listen guys we have a crisis here mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we don't know how to manage this Yes. Okay. Everybody, every uh, country in the planet mm -hmm. would take the measures mm -hmm. to avoid these kind of things. Mm -hmm. Now we know exactly what it is and how to treat it. But at that time, mm -hmm. nobody knows how to do it. New. Mm -hmm. Okay. Nobody knew. Okay, and and now you have not only this uh, genetic treatment because it's not a, a a vaccine. They want to sell us that thing as a vaccine. Yeah. Not it's it's a treatment. It's a it's a it's a treatment based. Well, you're giving you're giving them a nice word. Like treatment. I call them an inoculation. It's an inoculation. It's an inoculation. Yes, you know what inoculation means, David? Uh, uh, inoculation. Inoculation. Inoculation is they put something in your body that doesn't belong to you. Exactly. Okay? That doesn't belong. It belongs to other animal or belong to another. So basically what they're doing is they're destroying our body from 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 the DNA. And, uh, and then they are they are using this uh, mechanism, artificial mechanism to um, circumvent your natural defenses. Mm -hmm. Okay? It's it's a it's a good thing, bad thing. Okay? That 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 kind of genetic treatment is uh, is been used for the last twelve years to treat some uh, things like cancer, like lupus, like that kind of things. But it's a treatment; it's not a vaccine. Hmm. A vaccine is something that you put in your body to. Um, impulse your your system immune your own system, system, your immune, immune system. system okay this is not a vaccine so for example my mother every year she goes to uh, I'm, not, I'm not gonna say the name of the pharmacy but she goes every day every year around October uh, to get the flu vaccine the vaccine for the flu okay. Uh, thanks God, uh, I went to medical school. I got some knowledge about medicine and, you know, pharmacology and all that. So when you get the vaccine for the flu, what you are actually doing is you are allowing the, the flu virus come in your body. You, that's why you have to be in good health. Because when the virus comes, they inject it into your body, your body develops our immune uh, system it develops antibodies. and then fight it back right 
They are putting that specific sickness uh, virus in your body so you can fight it back. With the coronavirus, it's not like that. They are not putting in you for you to develop. What they are doing is they are putting something else to develop. To program your cells. To be sick and to carry the sickness. So that's why they say if you are vaccinated and you didn't suffer, you're okay. But you are carrying the sickness to, to make other people sick. Especially it's those ones who were, who were not vaccinated. So now, last night, I was in a round table. Uh-huh. And this lady, she said that she was banned from Facebook. She was in Facebook jail. Guess why they put her on, on Facebook jail? Because she was promoting to, to for, you know, for, for us to start drinking vitamin B, vitamin C, complex B. Um, a- anything that will make your immune system to up to put it up zinc, magnesium, calcium. She was put in jail because what she was promoting hey, people, if you get to drink these vitamins, you will not get this sickness because your immune system is up. It's a protocol, it's a protocol well known by the by doctors all over the world. If you have your vitamins, your immune system is up and it's less prone to uh, to, to sickness. It's, it's logic, mm-hmm. okay? But the other thing is the use of alternative um, um, uh, methods. For example, I quite remember when President Trump said about the uh, hydroxychloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine, yeah. Okay. Um, can, Josie, can you take the show for a minute and go talk to uh, Brett for a second about mm-hmm. what you just said? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, because I, I've been treated. For, go, for go, 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 okay. go. Okay. So, uh, going back to the news, right? Well, I, I know one thing that I, I keep forgetting to ask, mm-hmm. and because I'm in the business, it's very important to me. How's the Venezuelan oil spill going? Have they ever stopped it? Um, no, they they just don't care. I mean, you remember when we had the oil spell here yeah, in the Mexican yeah. Gulf? The whole planet was going crazy, remember? Right. And even ladies were crying because the little dog or the, you know, those oh, little, yeah, little birds and all that birds stuff. were yeah. coming out from the, from the Gulf of Mexico with all this oil and then they promoted this, this soap, right? Yeah. The soap and dove. cleaning dove and, blah, 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 you know. So everything were going so bad for the United States because they have a spell of the oil in the Gulf of Mexico, in our territory, in our land, you know, our uh, water. The same thing is happening in Venezuela, and nobody's saying even a damn nothing about it. Nothing. Why? Because Venezuela is not the subject to be attacked on. The subject to attack from these communists and these globalists is USA, USA, USA. Okay. Last night in the round table, I was telling them, you need to understand something. That's the part that the Americans don't get it. They don't understand it. First of all, America is seen from outside other countries, the big, powerful country, right? The, where the freedom and, and also other people are seeing America like the abusive power. They don't understand is because those countries call United States to help them out. If 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 United States is not being called, United States they just don't participate. That's the way that I, that I've been witnessed for thirty years. Okay, the latest one was Egypt. Egypt, no, uh, South uh, South Arabia. When Yemen started, you remember the the latest conflict, and they called Trump, and then Trump went over there. You know, no, he sent some help, and they stopped. Yemen stopped messing with South Arabia, and Marco Rubio said to the Venezuelan, "We got involved with South Arabia because South Arabia called us to help for help. Venezuela hasn't called us for help." Okay, so what I was explaining them last night is whatever is happening bad in Venezuela, in Mexico, down south to the Patagonia, Argentina, everything is you guys' fault. Is everything is Americans' fault? 
everything is the white people fault because when they talk about over there about Venezuela they don't they don't understand that uh, when they talk in Venezuela or in Colombia about America they they don't understand that we are a country of mixed races we have every single race here yes or no we have it. We have Latinos, we have Asians, we have Caribbeans, we have Black, we have Africans, we have Russians, we have European. Name it. We got it. We got it here. So when they they talk about United States over there, they only talking about the white men with the blue eyes or the white men with the green eyes. Hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So United States is the bad country. They are, we are in bad shape because United States is their fault. So when we had that oil expel, the, the spell in, in, the, in the Gulf, you remember how those countries were portraying America? Remember that time? Mm-hmm. Oh, we were awful. We were killing the environment. And we, we did not care. We only cared about money. And Venezuela is doing the same thing. But you, are, you only are talking one subject. That's the only the surface, David. In Venezuela, there is a genocide, environment genocide going on in Venezuela. And it's not only because of the oil. It's because of the minerals, how they are extracting those minerals. Guess from what area in Venezuela? From the Native Americans area that they don't supposed to be touching at all because those areas they consider national park. Is it Russia that's doing it? It's Russia and China. They are the ones who are taking all those minerals from there. And when I say mineral, it's not only gold. No, you know what they're taking them for? Uh-huh. To make batteries for cars, to produce batteries. Yes, and for bomb. Mm-hmm. And for, um, uh, they, they they were telling me the name last night. I cannot remember. Uh, Cobalt, Cobaltum? Cobaltum? Uh, the other one was... Um, Cobaltum. Yeah, you know, one of those components for, for making uh, oh. uh, bombs and, and atomic, you know, uranium. Venezuela is rich with uranium. So what I'm trying to say is that... that uh, um, Yes, there is a, a environmental genocide not only in Venezuela but also in some countries in Africa. And who's the one who's doing that genocide? Environmental. When I say environmental, I'm talking about birds, plants, um, you know, the whole environment. Uh, who are doing it? The Chinese in Africa. The Chinese are all over the place in Africa in those countries extracting minerals, extracting uh, gold, extracting um, precious stones, and name it. Right? You know, I I passed up on a break, so we'll take a break, and we'll be back with Let's Talk Venezuelan right after a couple of messages. Hello, my name is Rick White, and I'm the director of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. I want to encourage all Georgia veterans to consider be nominated to the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. And if you are a Georgia veteran, and the definition of a Georgia veteran is either you were born in the state of Georgia, or you've lived here 10 years, or you were raised your right hand and joined the military in this state, you are considered a Georgia veteran. For further information, go to www.gmbhof.org, or you can contact me at 678-427-0915. We'd love to have your nomination for the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. Thank you so much. Hi, this is Rocky Blair, former four-time Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Vietnam veteran. As a board member, I'd like to talk to you about Warriors to Citizen, a nonprofit organization that helps American heroes, soldiers, police, fire, EMT, and their families recover from the psychological harm caused by career-induced stress. Over the last 20 years, broken relationships have been a major causal factor for the highest document divorce rate and resulting suicides in this population. This program, from Warriors to Citizen, is delivered free to families by professionals, all whom served in uniform and understand the needs to be addressed. I ask for your support. So please, go to our website, warriorscitizen.org, and find out how you can help, either by making a donation or sharing this information with an American hero that you may know. And thank you. 
You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. <laughs> okay, we're back. This is America's Web Radio, and this is. Let's talk Venezuela. How okay, where we continue with the news about Venezuela? Okay, we okay. finished with the border. Yes, we. Okay. Okay. Well, now What's the next one. The next news has to do also with migration. But this is a different kind of migration. It's the same Venezuelans, mm -hmm. that, but in the border between United States and Mexico. Oh, I got a video, David. You got to see that video. You got to watch the video. I'm going to show it to you. It's in Spanish, but I'm going to translate it just for you, one word by word. And you're going to see how organized this Venezuelan cartel, traffic, human trafficking, are doing the damage in America by bringing so much people. Go ahead, Carlos. As doors close to them in South America, as they misconstrue TPS in the U.S., Venezuelan refugees are flocking to the U.S.-Mexico border and South Florida. Mm -hmm. This is um, news that is being in the making for a long time, but we have a very hefty report mm -hmm. here. Raquel is a single mother. Okay. And God's cruel, mm -hmm. no, Raquel. Raquel, in Raquel, Raquel. Okay. Okay. It's a single mother, court's clerk from Maracaibo, Venezuela. Mm -hmm. Six years ago, she says she visited Cancun, Mexico as a tourist. Okay. She enjoyed the all-inclusive resort, mm -hmm. a tour of, of the Yucatan pyramids. But last month, Raquel was back in Cancun as a refugee. Refugee? On, okay. Yes. On her way to cross Mexico's northern desert border and seek U.S. asylum from what she said was political prosecution by dictatorial regime back in Venezuela. Okay. TPS is a temporary protected status. It lets document migrants from crisis-torn countries to live and work legally in the United States for 18 months, and usually renewed, mm -hmm. often for years. President Biden recently granted TPS to Venezuela. <laughs> Remember that President... That was not President Biden, that no, was President Trump. President Trump do, did an uh, executive order. Executive order. Uh, okay, mm -hmm. but now it's a TPS. Oh, now Biden they gave changed, him the PTS. They changed the status. Okay, that was the reward for what Venezuelans for Biden did in order to make him win the election in America. Yeah. But you know what is a TPS? It's like a giving people a tole with the dedo. Yeah. Okay? You know, giving people a tole with the dedo means, that's, a, that's an Spanish expression. Like, pictures yourself, uh, the, uh, David, somebody drinking giving, drinking a, a soup, but instead of giving you the soup with the spoon, they are giving it you with your, with your with their finger. Okay? That's what is PT, TPS for Venezuela. And it's something that, uh, you know, TPS, they have to renew every, what, every two years? Every 18 months. Every 18 months. Do you think that is a solution for somebody to be in the United States? Every 18, every 18 months they have to be spending fees, money, uh, uh, you know, every application costs money. So it, it's a good business. It's a, it's a business. Okay, go ahead. And rather things most Venezuelan crossing border now are ignoring that fine print. As a result, she says, this will be increasing in one stop. More people, I think, will come in the following months. Mm -hmm. One of the newly arrived refugees visiting the Reyes warehouse mm. recently was Marisol, mm -hmm. not her real name. 
as she picked out donated clothes for herself and her son and daughter, aged mm. 12 and 9. Mm -hmm. She recounted what drove them to the United States. Why? What it drove her to the United States? What'd she say? Uh, she said, by the end, by then, hyperinflation has reduced my salary to nothing away. So she basically is recognizing that she's coming to United States for economic release. Yes. Relief. Relief. Not because her life is in danger, not because she's being politically persecuted, not because of... No, because it's because of economic because, situation. Because, because to buy a pound of cheese every week... Mm -hmm. Take all her savings. So they are basically, they are, they are basically um, in in a hunger state. So okay. the governor are making them hungry. Yes. Okay, that's why they're leaving the country. Because she said she eat. sold her house for practically nothing. Okay, and bought one thousand dollars one-way plane tickets to Mexico City last month. Uh huh. Then she said they flew to Monterrey in northern Mexico, mm -hmm. and from there they made their way to Acuña, the Mexican border town across the Rio Grande mm -hmm. from Del Rio, Texas. In Texas. It's there. It's where the Venezuelan WhatsApp network we joined told us the river would be more shallow. She said the river would be more shallow, so they can yes. cross easily. Yes, the river. Okay. Yeah, shallower, but it's still risky. She said, mm -hmm. a more than one hundred yard wide crossing whose river currents forced her to plead with other adults crossing to help her her young daughter from falling under. Veteran Mexico reporter Dudley Adeltus said the Acuña del Rio crossing has become a favorite for the Venezuelans. While reporting on the border crisis for San Antonio Express News in April, he came upon a large group of them making a more difficult country crossing. They were struggling, Alto said. They came out of, of the water panically and crying. Mm -hmm. Still, Altos point out that they had all flown up to the border, avoiding the genuinely grueling and awful treasure trek from most Central Americans make from their countries by foot or dangerous freight trains. Mm -hmm. That's certainly not to minimize the hard migrant journey these Venezuelans were making too, mm -hmm. Alto says. But the, they were sort of what we call business class border migrants, more professionals and fewer laborers than you see among these Central Americans. Well... Um, okay, I have a video here in okay, Spanish okay. that uh, is an um, uh, organized mafia who are bringing people from Venezuela to, to, to Mexico, from Mexico to one city on the border. Uh -huh. And they, have, they, have, uh, uh, they even say in the video how much they charge, for example, from Venezuela to Mexico, how much you okay, have to pay. Okay, we'll, we will talk about that okay. after these messages. Okay. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. We're back. Okay, according to the U.S. migration officials, the vast majority of the Venezuelan asylum seekers mm -hmm. are detained 
process and release with an ankle bracelet yes. pending their asylum hearing. Mm -hmm. Only a few hundred so far have been sent back. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. The problem is that uh, can create what's called a firm resettlement bar that can get your asylum denied because you are already found protection in another country before coming here. Yes. Okay, so if you are looking for asylum here in the United States... And you're coming from Mexico? And you're coming from another country that already gave you asylum, mm -hmm. for example, you, you, you Costa come... Costa Rica. Costa Rica, Colombia, Panama, whatever, mm -hmm. uh, you cannot ask for asylum. They will not give you asylum here because no. you already went in another country before you got here. Yes. Okay. Okay. Some Venezuela, De La Vega said he's only hearing stories from clients about kidnapping, rape, and other violence they experience along the border. Yes. Some Venezuelans get my name and call me before they even leave for the border, and I tell them I wouldn't put my family through that situation. Mm -hmm. Those risks certainly have Marisol's sister Caroline, Carolina anxiety ridden. Carolina came for, to the United States five years ago. Mm -hmm. She asked, we do not use her last name since it's the same as her sister. Mm -hmm. When Marisol and her children joined Carolina in Fort Lauderdale, Carolina said she broke down. This is my... This is my niece and nephew, Carolina say, crying as she recalled the reunion in South Florida last month. I am their aunt. I am supposed to be talking, taking them to the beach, not making them risk their lives swimming a river. Marisol say their odyssey and the circumstances that force it are distressing, even humiliating. But she had, it would be more distressing, distressing to have a stay in Venezuela. Um, stay in Venezuela. So. The problem is, is harsh, you know, because these people are leaving everything, all the story, everything that they had in Venezuela, they sold out for pennies. For pennies, eh? Okay their houses, their cars, mm -hmm. everything, mm -hmm. okay, with a few pennies in the pocket at the end of the line, mm -hmm. okay, to come to you, the United States, mm -hmm. looking for a better future, okay. but the problem uh, is intertwined mm -hmm. with another news that I will read right now, and says... Biden administration renews Chevron license in Venezuela. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Chevron didn't have no license. I remember the last two years, okay? Trump and the Chevron, they didn't do what they're supposed to do, so the license were not renewed. Exactly. Right? And now the first thing that Biden is doing to help out the regime is renewing the Chevron license? You're right. So, you so have, how, how you this... Ha, you have this crisis, this humanitarian crisis. Uh-huh. As a consequence, as a communist regime in Venezuela. Okay. Okay. And also you are, in the other hand, mm -hmm. helping the same regime... Who regime. are kicking people out of the country. Exactly. So, entonces, and then I got into a conversation this morning explaining these people who are talking on Twitter how they can do to help out Venezuela recover their freedom. Let I told me, them it's impossible because the worst enemies the Venezuela as a country have in America, guess who they are? Who are they? The Democratic The Party. Venezuelans Democratic. They, yes. They are the worst. 
Let me read this this situation mm -hmm. with Chevron, okay? And uh, later on, you analyzed all the the whole picture. Okay, go okay? ahead. Uh, this is a Reuters uh, announcement. Mm -hmm. Chevron Corporate. The last major U.S. oil company still operating in Venezuela received a new U.S. government license allowing it to remain in Venezuela until December 1st, mm -hmm. the Treasury Department said on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. We... Chevron welcomed the renewal, the first under U.S. President Joe Biden, and the eighth since 2018. It continues to comply with applicable laws and regulations governing activities in Venezuela, said Chevron spokesman Ray Ford. The old firm has been a constructive presence in the country supporting social investment and humanitarian programs, he added. Chevron has had a special U.S. operating licensing, accepting it from sanctions on Venezuela's vital oil sector, Though the administration of former President Donald Trump last year modified the license to restrict the company from key activities like drilling and trading, the, latest, the latest waiver was due to expire on June 3rd. So it's going to be today. Today is the June 3rd. Okay. Expires today. Yeah. The the last uh, President Trump license expired, expired today. today. So Biden is going to renew them now. Tuesday renewal of the license, which also applies to oil service companies. Mm -hmm. Halliburton. Ooh. Schlumberger Limited. Baker Hughes and Weatherford International continues those restrictions. The companies are also not authorized to repair or improve wells, hire additional staff or services, pay dividends to Venezuelan state-run PDVSA, mm -hmm. or negotiate any new loans. The license allows the company only to conduct transactions with PDVSA necessarily for the limited maintenance of essential operations in Venezuela or the wind down of operations by December 1st. Hold, hold, hold. So they're only allowed to do those? To close down the the, the the business in Venezuela. Yeah, but they are still drilling. They are still doing some... some no, 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 no. They, they are absolutely forbidden to drill or to keep wells or do whatever. So how Cuba is getting their oil, how the China is getting their oil, they need to get payback anyway, somehow. Who's that's, doing that? That's, that's a problem with, uh, with PDVSA. That's not that. Not the Halliburton on these no, people. No, no. So what do they renew? What is the whole idea? Because for they, they have to, for example, they have leases to maintain, to, to, to pay. So they are paying those leases, they are those rents. They are winding down operations. And some of these operations are very complex to do it by, to say, tomorrow we, we, we are not here anymore. They have to do the things with a protocol. And who are paying them? Who are paying who? Who are paying them? They, they are paying to who? To Venezuela? They are they're paying no, or Venezuela they, are they paying are, them? They are, they are, they are, they are Venezuela is paying them. So they're making money out of misery, of the yeah, Venezuelan exactly. misery, still making money. It's yes. not enough with the money they're making in, in South Arabia. It's not enough the money the Americans, the Halliburton, all this, are making in South Arabia, in Yemen, in UAE, in Syria. In No, it's not enough. They well, have to go to Venezuela this, and keep on... These companies would risk 
U.S. government sanctions or punitive measures if they fail to comply. So, uh, we could, with Biden, with uh, Biden please, we, nothing is going to happen to them. No, nothing. That, that's but, why Venezuela but, and for Biden, they were, uh, you know, pushing some more Biden because this kind of business will help the Venezuelans they have the way in the, the, government. the government. And those people who are here taking the money from the PDVSA and the frozen money. Aha. Uh -huh. Well... Do we have somebody in line right now that wants to ask questions? Okay, let me go and see. Um, okay, um, Joel Bean, do anybody have any questions? Okay, yes, there is uh, Jose, Jose. Speak English and have a question. Okay, okay just a moment. Uh, we'll be back in a moment and uh, give me one, dame un minuto. Give me one minute. Uh, and and then we'll be back. Okay, we're going on commercial. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on the Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctor's conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Okay, we're back, and we have a surprise for our people here in the program. Uh, Josie. Okay, Jose, what's your question, Jose? English or Spanish? Uh, English. This is the English one, and the Spanish is at 2 o'clock. Okay, no, I was in the morning in the, in the meeting with the, in the open room in this affair. I was to know. I was wondering why Joe he leaves the the room because he was talking about something very important. Who's Joe? Joe, Joe, Joelvin. Ah, Joelvin. I think I think his cell phone um Quit. drop. I think this connection was um, messed up, and that's why he left. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was very important. It could be could be stay there this morning because these people this morning I was in the in the room. What the, what is the question? Okay, so do you have any question concerning to what we're talking about the oil? And because we're gonna be talking now about the Iranian vessel that is coming to Venice to to the Caribbean area. Do you wanna hold a little bit and listen, and then you ask a question about what we are talking about right now? No, I don't. I don't interest. Okay. Every, I, I prefer to, to wait until. All right. Thank you. Okay. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead with the news about okay, the, the, the we, Iranian. We Gracias, have, Jose. Thank you. Okay. Thank you for letting me. We know. have we have another news. It's an Iranian warship heading towards Venezuela. A clash with U.S. Navy may occur if Tehran tries to subvert American sanction mm -hmm. on the Islamic Republic and its far-left ally. Mm -hmm. Let me explain you something. Are you going to talk about history? We are talking about the October crisis of 1962. I wasn't born. <laughs> okay. Okay. This, 1962. This, uh, the same thing happens in Cuba. Okay. When the when the Soviets put some mi missiles mm -hmm. on Cuba soil. Okay. Okay. The United States of America has the right to, in high seas, mm -hmm. blockade Venezuela mm -hmm. for certain activities. Okay. Okay. One of the activities is receiving some vessels mm -hmm. from, from some places mm -hmm. such as 
the ones that are heading to Venezuela because we don't know if mm -hmm. thou, if those vessels are transporting mm -hmm. uh, some kind of uh, offensive weapons okay. that could be used mm -hmm. against the United States. Let me explain you something. Okay. From Tehran, you ca you cannot. Uh, they don't. They don't. They don't have the the technical capability to launch a mi mi missile from Tehran to reach United States. It, it's, it's impossible. impossible. Okay. Okay. But they have missiles. Okay, that can be used from Paraguaná, and they can reach from Paraguaná all the east border of uh, of United States, mm -hmm. including. Canada mm -hmm. and and as far as Las Vegas or Texas. Okay, in one in two hours. In in less than in less than thirty minutes. In less than thirty minutes. Yes, if they, they launch, can reach here. Yes, in less than thirty. So minutes. The, the 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 big deal about these vessels is they can be carrying those missiles. We yes, don't know. We so don't it's know. like the repetition. What happened in Cuba in before Cuba, I was born? Yeah, there was the the October crisis. Uh, when Kennedy blockade uh -huh. uh, Cuba, okay, okay, and uh, the Soviets uh -huh. they took out those armaments from Cuba uh -huh. and and the and left, okay, okay, uh, against the will Fidel Castro. Because yeah, because Fidel is the one who let them come. No, to, he, to Cuba. He, wanted, he, he wanted he wanted to use a, yeah. He wanted to use those those men against America. I mean, against America. So, but in the sixty was the Cuban, the communist Cuban who was threatening America. Yes. Today we have the Iranian, the Islamist. Yes. The Islamic system threatening America. And they don't need to have uh, an, an atomic bomb. Mm -hmm. It could be. Very easily, mm -hmm. a missile with uh, what we named a dirt bomb. Dirt. Okay, a dirt bomb is no is not other, not other thing that you put an a, a, with an explosive. Mm -hmm. You can use cobalt or uranium with that explosive, and when that explodes in the high atmosphere, they reach a very large. A vast area. Yes, mm -hmm. with radiation. With radiation. Okay. Last night, curiously, mm -hmm. uh, the round table, um, one of the guys who is uh -huh. a military, uh -huh. he asked me a question. You are from South America. You are our brother and sister Latino point of view that we always need to hear mm -hmm. the side of what, what's going on. Mm -hmm. He asked me, um, he says, well, I just find out that Iran is threatening America with a a bomb like the one that it takes the power grid completely destroy. What is the kind with the EMP? EMP, exactly. EMP bomb. Well, let me simply explain you something. Okay. Uh, they are, they have not that capability, and let me explain you why. Mm -hmm. In order to create an EMP, you mm -hmm. need you need mm -hmm. a at least an atomic bomb. Okay. And it's and they don't have that uh, that technology yet. Yeah, that we know. That we know. That we know. Okay. We don't know. In order, in order to have an EMP, it's very simple. You launch a, a rocket mm -hmm. and you go to the space. Mm -hmm. And well, and well, the ma missile is in the space. Mm -hmm. Okay. It explodes. It explodes, and that uh, atomic explosion, mm -hmm. instead to get radiation, because the Van Halen belt get rid of that mm -hmm. uh, thing mm -hmm. uh, they create an, e an EMP mm -hmm. it's just an electric magnetic pulse mm -hmm. and the electric magnetic pulse mm -hmm. is the one that shut off all the electrical grid but do you know something Iran do not have that capability but let me tell you something. The United States of America does, mm -hmm. and we have the space, the the uh, special air force created by the, under the Trump administration. Mm -hmm. So 
we are fairly covered mm -hmm. against that kind of threat. Well, they asked me, and you know what I told them? I was, you know, I am always talking about, uh, as a sarcastic, uh -huh. in a sarcastic tone, right? Yeah. I told them, well, if that happens, finally, uh, Alexandro Carcio Cortez, Bernie, uh, Bernie Sanders, and all these people who are prom promoting the new Green Deal, Finally, they will have exactly what they want because they will send us back. If that situation happens, the power grill going off completely. We don't have no running water. They will send us back to seventeen hundred. I think I think the United States in that matter with this partial army, mm -hmm. we are fairly covered. We've been we've been in the space for the last. 60 years. Okay. And and this and these people from the from the military they do n they do uh, know exactly mm -hmm. what they are doing. Mm -hmm. Remember that we have very close friends for like Caesar that works for the for the uh, Space X. Exactly. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, and, yeah. and, uh, He uh, worked for Musk. Uh, Musk. Uh, how you call it? Musk. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Okay. And he's, he's but we have we have people in the in the in uh, aerospace industry, mm -hmm. you know, and and I I have very high confidence mm -hmm. on what these people mm -hmm. that have a very high skills uh, knowledge mm -hmm. uh, are doing. So so if. if I'm I'm more concerned about about uh, launching a dirty bomb a dirty bomb than the what's the other name EPS no the the MP the M MP is is not a it's not on the discussion in my humble and my humble point of view mm -hmm. okay but a, ma a missile a missile uh, with a launch dirty. launch with a dirty bomb it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a it's a very high uh, risk mm -hmm. that United States do not need. Yeah, and do you think uh, those movements of those vessels from Iran that are crossing the Caribbean, right, that are uh -huh. coming this way to Venezuela, it's not like a like a challenging America, Biden administration, hey, yes. we are here, we're going to do whatever we want because you are not going to stop yeah. us. Yes, yes. They exactly. are basically... Um, they are testing waters. They are testing water to see how much they can push Biden administration Ex as far as they can. Exactly. Remember, they couldn't do it, the Korean couldn't do it with Trump. When, when he said, I got a button, what Trump says, yeah, my I button is bigger. button. My button is bigger, exactly. <laughs> My button is bigger. So with Trump, they knew we how far know. they, go, and, they and could remember, go. And remember that right now in Europe, they are sitting the Biden administration mm -hmm. with the Iranians to renew the, that awful uh, treat of uh, with of uh, Obama era. With Obama era, yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. so with the so million, the, the the millions of cash dollars, the billions, the billions of, of cash delivered yeah. to Iran. Yes. To keep them quiet. Yes. Because the of hash money. the hash money, because of Saman bin Laden, because of the um, the. Um, Hunter Biden situation because of the deal, the uranium one that Hillary Clinton did. Yeah. All this is is more than the hacking that they are doing to the pipeline. Okay. It's more than the ransom they are making to this particular business. Bingo. It's, it's, uh, oh, it's the same thing. Exactly. But in different it's levels, in different fields. Exactly. Okay, so we're going to be going next to the Spanish version. Yes. And... Uh, um, eh, vamos a estar hablando en español para la próxima hora. Uh, thank you so much, David. Uh, do you have any question before we leave? Because we still have one minute left. No, nope. why is my printer broken? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, in the last minute, do you have something to say about the um, the patrons of this radio station? Oh, uh, yeah. If you want to become a patron, you just go to our homepage, and there's a button that says Patron, and we're very fortunate, and we uh, appreciate the folks that have signed up to be patrons, and um, that's the way we stay on the air. We're a for-profit business, and uh, we, need, we need your patronage to keep the station going, and uh, we've got great shows on, just like Let's Talk Venezuelan. There's no other 
show in the country like this, I don't believe, and uh, in English and Spanish. And uh, and we've got uh, the Doctor's Lounge. We've got so many great shows. And uh, we're going to have another one. Uh, well, we've got many great shows. And just want to remind folks that we have a show coming up Saturday, the Classic Car Show. And again, we have guests on that no one else has on. And uh, we had a command sergeant major on yesterday. Okay. And uh, then we also had this morning, as a matter of fact, one doctor had just left Fox and Friends and came and was on our show. Wonderful. And Good. Good. On, uh, yeah, on the doctor's lounge, as a matter of fact. And he's the head of surgery at Johns Hopkins. So, anyway, we're going to get out of here and. Uh, we appreciate you all tuning in. And uh, this is America Webs Radio. America's Web Radio. Dot com. With the, uh, they're going to be doing the uh, Spanish version. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.